Hey, how are you, Dr. Nick? I'm doing well. And welcome to another episode of 21 Late Bloomers. I am your host, Nick and Cece. <laughs> okay, so today we are going to talk about online dating and just some of our experiences with online dating, our limited experience with online dating, um, <laughs> the history of online dating. I already know Cece has a lot of interesting stories, and so she will definitely share just some of her experience. Mine, I have had very limited experience with online dating, but I'll talk a little bit more detail about why and just uh, what has happened to me when it comes to online dating or just how I kind of feel about it. So to kick things off, I'm going to turn it over to Cece so she can kind of just let us know about her experience and just even why she does online dating. Okay, okay, hold on. Let's, <laughs> wait a minute. Let's push pause. First off, Dr. Nick needs to explain that she's been in a very long relationship. So she has kind of missed how dating goes in the 2020s or the 2017s or the 2016s because she's been in a long relationship. So that's why she's kind of excluded from this aspect of dating. But um, as a lot of people... I would say I would say in my defense, I mean, because like online dating has happened for a long time. So I think mm-hmm. when... But it wasn't popular and it yeah, wasn't it wasn't popular when I was really dating. Exactly. So um as well, first of all, I don't like being the expert on online dating. But <laughs> um in this current age and climate and the way things go, with a lot of us who are single and we are in our uh 21s, um, we don't have the option always to meet people organically. So what happens is, is sometimes you do try to meet people organically, but this day and age, for whatever reason, a lot of people are very like hands off in person. If it's that they're always on their phone and they don't look up. Like when I grew up, when we were younger, men approached you at the grocery store. They approached you at Six Flags. They approached you at wherever you were. They asked you for your phone number. In like two or three days, they will call you and you do the whole little tit for tat dance with that. And then you start to hang out with them and, you know, they eventually turn into your boyfriend or, you know, maybe they just turn into a friend. Who knows? But as time has gone on and everyone is so like disconnected from meeting each other, like organically, you now have to do the dating dance online. And um, it's actually... I guess you could say easier to connect in a way because if this person isn't, you know, if he turns out to be weird, you can just unfollow him or block him or, or, you know, drop him or you don't have to give out your real phone number to hang out with someone for a little while and see if you, you know, enjoy their presence. And I don't know. It's just different now. Like dating in general is different now. And and I think it also gives you a wider range of people to meet. Yes. Like when you're online or when you're dating, I guess what people consider organic, you're kind of a lot of times limited to the areas you visit or your local areas. Whereas now with online dating, you can meet people from all different places. So it gives you a wider range um, of meeting people. Yes. Um, 
So in this episode, we want to cover like online dating, sexting, um, digital dating, and just kind of give a, a, a brief overview before we share like our experiences with all three aspects. Well, I've never done any digital dating, quote unquote, like, but we'll talk about it. Um, sexting, I may be guilty <laughs> of, but <laughs> in my defense, I don't start off sexting. I don't, I don't just start sitting and I, and I don't. And even if you did, we will not judge you. Well, I'm going to clarify quickly that I do not send out pictures. Please do not ask me for pictures. I do click unsolicited pictures. <laughs> and I will share it with others. So if you're going to send an unsolicited picture, just, just get ready because uh, I'm not responsible. Um, uh, so, but the online dating though, it, it has become, it makes it easier in the sense that right now I'm in school, I'm working and I have like a lot of things that I'm carrying. So sometimes I don't have time to like always go out and you have to kind of make time for what you have time for. So like, I don't always have time to stop in my schedule and go hang out every Friday night to sit at bars and hope a man will talk to me. So sometimes it's easier to just create the profile on Bumble or Tinder or whichever platform you use and put your picture out there. And on a Friday when you're tired, done with work, maybe you did have a glass of wine or two, you can swipe a couple pictures, 60 pictures, I don't know. And you get your results and you can start chatting with that person. And from that, you can set up a time in which it's convenient for both of you to meet up. So for me, I don't take dating too, too serious uh, online. I just start out with simple conversations. What I've noticed is men want the same thing that they give out. So if they give you some energy and some conversation, they expect the same thing. And I know a lot of, I noticed a lot of my friends, especially that are in my age group, they're always like, well, he doesn't text me every day or he doesn't. And I'm like, but do you reach out every day? You kind of got to give what you want. You know what I mean? You can't expect it all to be on just the man. We have to kind of give fair energy to fair game. So I give them the same energy they give me. If they give me a lot of one word answers, I give them a lot of one word answers. If they give me a lot of conversation, then I give them conversation. And I tend to not get too, too far into the conversation before I ask to meet. And by meet, unlike some people, I try to stick to the, well, I won't be going to Starbucks because I believe we're boycotting them, but I try to stick to the coffee shops and easy meetups. Like, hey, let's meet at the public park, da 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 see how that goes. Let's meet up for coffee and see how that goes. Um, a lot of women tell me that they try to get men to like take them on formal dates. I think that that's a lot. I think it's a lot to ask someone you don't know that, you know, everyone's probably putting on their best personas and the best parts of them to sit across for you from you for like two hours to have this conversation that y'all might not even really like each other. So I like to start it off very, very simple. Let's meet for coffee or tea. And I noticed that that works better. Like I've met, I don't know, let's say I've met 20 guys from online. Even the ones that worked out, it started out with, let's just start with coffee and see how that goes. You know what I mean? Because that kind of is like an icebreaker and it keeps you from having to have like a formal meal. And then you don't like the energy of this person or this person is, you know, like crazy or you know, maybe he got six eyes and three toes or he catfished you or, and yes, men do catfish um, or whatever it may be. Yeah, I think that 
one of the things you mentioned is about like the ease of access. So being able to negotiate of where you want to meet the person or just being able to click online and, and swipe and maybe eliminate some people who you wouldn't really want to date, being able to have that ease of access with online dating. Um, I know like we've come a long way from online dating. So, you know, it started back and like, I guess the first official online dating was probably like in 1959 when it was called the Happy Families Planning Service. <laughs> it was more like a questionnaire that um, some Stanford researchers were conducting. And then you had later on in 1965, this Operation Match, mm -hmm. where you actually had a lot of people in the 1960s that had over a million users who were, you, who were paying $3 to fill out a questionnaire to have like these dating services. Um, totally different from what we have now where you can go online and just swipe or click, uh, fill out a profile and get matched up or linked up to somebody. I think probably the first big e-dating service was probably Match in 1995 and then you had eHarmony in 2000. Mm -hmm. And I just remember, especially being in, in high school, well, not even so much high school, I would say college, and once I got out of college, there was even a stigma at, the fir at first attached with online yeah. dating. So especially like in the early 2000s, it was where a lot of people didn't really feel comfortable doing online dating, or it was like, oh, people on go online dating just because they can't find anybody, or because more so they're the outcast, and they they're just trying to find somebody. And so just the narrative of online dating has really changed how now you have a lot of people that use online dating as a form of dating. And it's not looked at the same way as it was when it first started in the early um, 2000s. Yep. So I just remember like for me, just my experience with online dating. Um, and I think I remember even kind of tells my age, back in the day when there was a Black Planet, <laughs> <laughs> people would use Black Planet. And I'm not even going to lie, I was one of those people who was very hesitant about, like, putting my information out there, and I still am. Um, even with social media, people who know me, they know that I don't post a lot. Um, and so even when I had my Black Planet account, I think I was, like, from Brazil. I found some country in Brazil. I was like, I hope they'll never find this. I had, like, a fake name. I didn't have a picture up. But just how even then... I would have people who would like contact me. You might have conversations with people, but like I say, it was still in the early 2000s, and people were a lot people were a lot more hesitant to online date. And I can remember when I was in college, I had a friend, and I can't remember the actual website now, but I think it was a website for like college people. And my friend was talking to this guy online, and he sent a picture. Um, to her and they had to have this great conversation and everything and he stayed down the street and at the time because we stayed in apartments in, in Auburn and at the time um, he invited us to this party so that well he actually invited her let me say that he invited her to the party so that they can meet and my friend was like hey you know this guy has invited me to the party but I don't feel comfortable going by myself so she asked a couple of us to go with her and I think it was maybe about three of us so we were riding in the car four deep going to this party and the guy had actually sent her a picture of how he looked and on the picture you know very nice looking dude so we get there she's looking for the guy that she saw a picture of and 
he, I think she had sent him also a picture herself. And when we saw who he was, totally different from the picture. <laughs> he had photoshopped somebody else's picture. He was the total opposite of the picture. Um, we laughed so hard and we talked about her so hard and we did talk about him, but we talked about her so hard and the, and the fact that she got catfished. And I mean, luckily she wasn't really as hurt because she wasn't really as invested in it. Um, but just that, that experience then, I remember that made me also very leery of doing online dating because I was like, oh man, what if somebody sends me a picture and it's not them or they send me a picture and it's them 10 years ago. And I know a lot of times people talk about um, connecting with people and um, looks being secondary and, you know, a person's um, personality is what should shine. But for me, beauty is only skin deep, as they say. But I also, for me, would like somebody who I'm attracted to physically as well as personality. <laughs> so I just remember that being one of my first real encounters with through somebody else's lens. Um, with online dating and then like I say just my experience of talking to people on Black Planet but even then I never met anybody and for me most of my the people that I've dated has been I guess you could say organically just meeting them but I know for a lot of people now online dating they, they do online dating and it works for them so that's great um, but yeah I just think that now it it has really changed the game you even mentioned about people approaching you because I remember back in the day you go to the gas station you know you might have somebody try to holler at you or talk to you at a grocery store or you know you go to an event and now I think people are so a lot of people are so connected to like digital dating or online dating where now they don't always have those interactions those face-to-face -face interactions first it's let's have a digital encounter first and then let me see you so I think that Online dating has really changed the way that people date, the way that people define dating. Um, and just like I say, the access um, to, to meeting people. So <clears throat> I do want to put it out there that I am still single um, <laughs> and that I welcome the organic um, conversation. Um, I don't necessarily enjoy um, online dating. But because I don't really have the time to, like like I said, go to all those different things all the time, it's just an easier way for me to work it with my schedule and, and still kind of quote-unquote date. Um, I know that we also said we would talk about uh, digital dating or people who have decided they want to date like um, <laughs> robots or animatronic uh, things. And um, I've never had any experiences with that. I am not into that type of thing. Um, I don't even know of anybody who has done that. I'm trying to think, do I? I don't think I even have any stories about it, but, but since it's part of like online dating, digital dating, people who have like, um, you know, dating non-human or, you know, or, technological beings and stuff like that it's covered in that category I, I'm trying to think I don't know anyone who's done it but I do know of a guy that bought one of those uh robotic doll partner things and um for me I feel like in his situation he's kind of removed himself from 
normal society interactions and has begun a relationship with an entity that's non-human so it is a little awkward and weird and I'm really not sure how to like have the conversation with him but I knew I do know that he he has that going on <laughs> yeah I, I know that there is a certain community for yeah. that um I'm not really familiar with it but it makes me think I don't know how many people have watched the movie Her um but it was a Spike Jones film that talked about this guy who, I think he was a divorcee. It's been a long time since I watched it, so I'm just trying to recall it, but I know he was a divorcee. He was working this job that he didn't really like and how he starts um, developing this relationship with his personal assistant computerized um, program. So pretty much like falling in love with Siri or falling in love with, what is it, Katana or Google, basically. Mm -hmm. And just about how he started developing this this relationship with this computerized program. Um, so it's like I say, dating has really taken a, um, basically dating has really changed because of digital dating, online dating, people having a lot more options. Um, another film that I watched recently was, I love the Black Mirror series. So Striking Vipers. That if you're not if you have not had a chance to see Striking Vipers, you should watch it. It's with Anthony Mackie and I forgot the other people who play in it, but it's a really interesting film. Um, or one of the Black Mirror series that talks about virtual reality and reality and the relationship that people have in their reality, but once they get into this virtual reality where they can almost quote unquote, not be themselves, but in a way still be themselves. And just those type of relationships and what happens when you have friends who are in this virtual relationship and how their relationship may change. So it's very interesting because it even, like I say, talks about just the digital aspect of relationships. Our relationships can change through digital mediums. And I think that now, with the invention of the internet, let's say online dating, quick access, you have things like Tinder, Bumble, Coffee Meets Bagels, um, okay Cupid. Um, you know, you have so many different oh, well, avenues. Don't leave out the gag. The the yeah. they have jacked um grinder. Yeah. So you have you have apps that can cater to your specific preference. Yep. Like you say, you even have some people that are into the robotic digital community. So they have apps and they have communities for that. So there's so many different apps that are open for different communities. Now, I remember one that my friend told me, and I think I looked this up because I know they have, is it farmers, farmers only? And every time I see those commercials, they make me laugh. But they even have a clowns only. So for those that are interested in clowns, maybe they have a clown fetish, they watch it and they really enjoyed it. They even have a clowns only <laughs> dating service. So there's services to cater to whatever your preference is. Um, and I, I think that that's one of the kind of maybe good things too about online dating is that whatever your preference is, there is usually a community or if there's not, you can create one. So um, 
yeah, just, just this whole online dating, digital dating, it has really changed the way that we interact with each other, the way that we look at dating, the way that we look at even marriage. Yeah. Because um, you can, with, you, can use, you can use apps to actually just <clears throat> specifically only look for marriage, like the match and the, the there's a few of them, match.com and um, eHarmony and there's another one. There's another one specifically for marriage and you can literally say, hey, I'm on this app looking specifically for a spouse. Like, so I'm only looking for serious relationships <clears throat> that will bring me to um, marriage. And so since I am the one who is online dating and um, Dr. Nicole is not, I will say that where I do want to be married, I am uh, hesitant to join a match or uh, uh, or eHarmony just because I I don't want that to be the sole purpose of, of my dating. Like, I do want to get married at some point, but I, my goal is to meet my partner. Like, I really want a helpmate. I want a helpmate partner, and by helpmate, that doesn't mean he pays my bills. It means he more, like, has my back He's like my homie. He's my friend. I can bounce ideas off of him. He's a safe space. I can share. I can, you know, so I'm looking for something specific. And I know like some people, when they join the marital apps, and I'm not, I'm not judging them, but I am going to say that sometimes when they join that, they are literally only looking to be married, period. And sometimes mm -hmm. you don't get the best results when all you're looking for is quote unquote, just marriage. Like, we've seen this happen with a few of our friends and I know a few people this happened to where they felt like they got to an age and they were like, okay, I have to be married. And they just snatched somebody. And it didn't mean that they had the best uh, energies. It didn't mean that they had the best connection, but they just married somebody because they felt like they had to be married. And I noticed with those marriages, like those people are not happy. Like I see them, two years, five years, seven years, 10 years down the line, and they're unhappy, they don't communicate, there's cheating, or there's, there's, there's a lot. And so one thing for me is I never wanted to be 20 and divorced. I don't want to be 30 and divorced. I don't want to be divorced at all. So I'm kind of gun shy to the jump down to marriage thing. I'm more looking for like a partner, a friend, like it's like something where I can say like, this person is loyal. They're honest. They got my back. You know what I mean? Type thing. Not just, oh, that's my husband. So I'm Mrs. Such and such. I'm not in the business of dating right now to just be Mrs. Such and such. I want to be like, that's my homie. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have to just reference him as hubby. I could be like, that's my homie. That's my, that's my, you know, my ninja, my, <laughs> my, my boy. So, mm -hmm. um, I do think that um, the digital dating, like I said, I don't have any experience with that. The cosplay, digital dating, robotics, none of that. Now, I can say that I have seen online where people were, you know, making out with the robotic dolls and, you know, that type of stuff. But I've never, I personally have no experience with that. Um, I do have experience with sexting. Like I referenced before, um, uh, sometimes we would 
wait a minute. So wait, wait. So before you go with that, so I'm gonna be nosy. So were you the one sending texts or you were receiving the post? <laughs> um, on the spot. <laughs> well, um, I uh, <laughs> you plead the fifth. I plead the fifth. I'm an adult. I can answer this question. I. Okay, so A, I didn't kick it off. I don't, okay, so let me just be 100. When I meet somebody online, my goal is not to talk about sex with them. Again, like I said, I'm looking for something specific. So my goal is to start out like, cool, let's see if we can be friends. And then, you know, we can go from there. And I've noticed that sometimes guys will be like excited or they jump the gun and they want to talk about sex. I don't think that's like one of the first conversations I want to have with you, but I'm mature enough to have it with you. I just don't feel feel like that's where we should start. Um, Sometimes they kick it off and they'll just say a bunch of stuff and I'm just kind of like, yeah, that's nice. But I'm more of a in-person action person. So for me to sit around talking about sex all day, it gets dull. Like it's, it's pointless. We're not acting on it. We're not doing it, but some people get off on it. I don't ask for pictures and I don't like to be asked for pictures. I'm not sending you pictures of my body. I'm just not like, um, I have a job in which I'd like to protect and I have to, you know, carry myself in a certain way. And not only that, I just, I'm not sending you pictures of my body. Like maybe if I got married and that was my husband, yeah, I would definitely, well, yeah, probably with him, I ain't gonna lie. He might receive some explicitness, but you know, somebody who's just, you know, online talking and even somebody I'm just kind of casually dating, like, no, I'm just saying, you know, no. If you're a permanent entity, yeah, you could receive, yeah, but mm, no. So I do, for some reason, I get these guys, it doesn't happen all the time, but it does happen often, that will just send me pictures of themselves. I didn't ask for it. I don't even know that it's coming. Like, I literally wake up to some pictures. And my thing is, is this. Men, respect yourself. Because I'm going to let you know, I may be way cool, I'm, you know, I'm real laid back, all of that. But if you send me pictures of you, just know that I'm not the only one who saw it. Because if it's worth looking at, I shared it with my homegirls and maybe even my gay homeboys. Uh, I'm just letting you know. Like, don't just send unsolicited pictures. Like, at least check the temperature and see if the girl, like, wants that. Like, I, I mean, sometimes it just throws me. And then some people just know your lane. Don't send any pictures. Like, let that be a surprise. Um, yeah, yeah. So the sexting thing, it, it, if I really was feeling the guy, I, I don't know. Like, I, for me, maybe I'm a little old school in this manner. But, like, if we were dating, like, actively, like, seriously dating, and we were sexting each other, I'm fine with that. But for somebody I don't know, and I'm not online, like I said, my profile doesn't say I'm online seeking, like, you know, hookups and linkups and, you know, so I just don't know why some people don't, you know, pay attention to the profile. So that can be a little disturbing at times. So some people are online to let their inner freak out. And I don't know what about my profile makes people feel like, yeah, I'm going to just, but no, please. Uh, again, I've I've warned you. If you send it to me, I looked at it, but I wasn't the only eyes who saw it. <laughs> so I think there should be like some sexting etiquette. Yeah. Ooh, 
you know, it makes me even think about like Andrew, was it Andrew Weiner, the person who was the um, U.S. House yeah. of Representative for New York who was sending out these yeah. pictures and then he was exposed and he lost his job because of that. And I think that sometimes people have to think that whatever you put out yeah. there, especially on the internet, there's a digital footprint. Yeah. So you have to really be careful with who you are sexting and as Candace shared, because if you sent her a picture, I probably saw it. <laughs> so for some people, I want to thank you. For others, I want to say I probably did laugh. So exactly. <laughs> now just being careful about who are you sexting. So one, okay, rule one, when you're sexting somebody, like you say, know the temperature. Don't just send your body out to everybody. Now, unless you were trying out for a, a porn site or maybe you plan on being a porn star or your job is something sexual or maybe you are a stripper and you're trying to advertise, you need to be careful with who you are sexting, rule one. Don't sex everybody. Be careful. Be sure that whatever profession you're in, it's not going to um, backfire. So rule one, be sure that your sexing does not backfire and that it is okay for you to sex that person. Rule two, double check the number. Last thing you want to do is text somebody and you send it to the wrong person. Sometimes your phone will automatically pull up names and if you try to send it, we'll say to, to uh, Gingy and your grandma's name is right by it. You want to be sure you click on Gingy and not grandma. Baby. <laughs> so be sure that you double check those numbers of who you are sexting because you do not want to sex the wrong person. On. I'm sure Hold your mama is going to be sorry if you sex Hold on. Her. I huh? have to interrupt. You are 100% correct because I got one of the best pictures ever in life and this person didn't even have my number and I didn't have theirs and I politely let them know. I mean, thank you for the picture, but you text the wrong number, but it was, it was well worth looking at. It was well worth looking at. <laughs> Exactly. It was a wrong number. Right. So maybe in your case, like you say, you were appreciative of it. But, you know, as a family member, I don't want to see your texting picture. (laughs) (laughs) You don't want to text it to your mama or to Mm. your boss. You're trying to text it to your boo. So be sure you double check the numbers when you're sexting. Also, when you are setting up your sexting picture, (laughs) be sure the lighting is correct. And also, I'm going to tell you, I'm one of those people that looks at the full yep. picture, not just your body, but I'm looking what's in your background. Yep. So if you're trying to sex somebody and you got your boobs toothbrush, but you're sending it to somebody else, uh, you want to be careful about that. Because I do count how many toothbrushes are in the picture. Oh, they got two toothbrushes, mm-hmm. but only one person mm-hmm. stay there. So who's that other toothbrush? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Be sure when you send up your yes. props that your props are yeah. correct. Be sure your life is correct. And first, like Candace said, uh, Cece said, you want to be sure that you are confident with your body. Some things, you know, maybe you just want to reveal later on. Some things maybe you don't want to send through picture. You just rather them be surprised. So if you know that your body might not be where you want it to be and maybe you're not as comfortable with it, it's sometimes okay to say, no, I'm not going to stick. I'm just going to surprise them. You know, maybe you want to surprise them with the lights off. Maybe you want to surprise them another way. But sexting is not for everybody. Some pictures probably don't need to be sexed. Or if you do decide to use it, maybe you want to Photoshop a few things first. 
So I think those are the four main rules that I can think of when you're sexting. Um, if anybody else has any rules or any thoughts about sexting, sexting etiquette, please let us know. But those are the four rules that I can think of. So, CC, if you have nope, any... No, I, I agree 100%. <laughs> Get, get your background correct. We don't want to see your dirty draws and skid marks and all that. Right. We don't want to see that you right. just got done laying the pipe on somebody else and we see her panties. Um, we we <laughs> need you to get your picture background correct or put a background on the picture. How about that? Um, I 100% agree with maybe some people shouldn't text because I'm not going to lie to you. If you're going to text and your equipment looks um, incorrect, bumpity, there's some action that you probably need to go to the clinic or something's going on, please don't text that either. Like, you need to be at your best self if you're going to put it out there, you know, and sell yourself. Your best foot forward and your best yes. body forward. Um, yeah, I mean, so we're going to, in, in the next episode, we're going to explore like some some situations. So we're going to actually tell you some things that we've been through when it comes to online dating. And because I've done it more than Dr. Nick, you're going to actually, I will give you some like, this is what happened. This is what happened to me. This is, you know, what I've experienced type stories. Um, hopefully you will not be judgmental. And I'm sure many of you may have even had some of these experiences, but um we're gonna just we're gonna discuss it further in the next episode. I think Dr. Nick has a uh, I'm not gonna call it an African proverb today, but we'll cause it a, a positive <laughs> enlightenment from Drake today. It is, it is. So one of the reasons why I picked Drake, I have to tell a little background story really quick. So one of the reasons why I picked Drake is because when I was in school, I had a roommate who would <laughs> send Drake quotes to women. And it was just so hilarious. And I was just like, okay, I mean, Drake does have some good quotes, I guess. And I guess it worked because he had some lady friends. So <laughs> I decided to share this Drake quote because as a lot of people know, or a lot of people talk about Drake being whiny or being lovey-dovey. So I felt that he is the best rapper right now who embodies when it comes to love and relationships. So... Drake says, don't leave something good to find something better. Once you realize you had the best, the best has found better. Oh, you can't tell me that. That was a good one. That was a good one. That wasn't that bad. That was good. Yes. So I will leave you with that quote. Well, you guys have a good day. For us, it's the afternoon. So you guys have a good afternoon and um, listen to our next episode.